Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time to take a look at some headlines investors will be paying attention to. And Ryan, heading into this brand new week, really it's about getting ready for earnings season mm. again. It's just around the corner and this is what I think investors will be watching out for. As we head to the earnings season, we should be expecting companies to give a bit of hints, signals, guidance. And this will come through perhaps with profit warnings around the horizon. So perhaps the supply chain problems or the cutback by spending by consumers. So these will be important pre-announcements coming through from companies to give a glimpse into the next quarterly earnings season. Mm, yeah, so there are a few things to look out for. Like tonight already, we're getting some pre-data in that sense with the uh, home price index. Yes, yeah, so the home price index will be one to watch because for many recessions, we've seen how property has been a yeah. big precursor. When property market does not do well, that has wider implications for the economy. So the case shiller home price index will be one to watch to give a bit of a signal to see how those higher interest rates and higher interest rate expectations are playing out into the property market because mortgage rates will go up and that could curb spending and investment in the property sector. Also one to watch will be the PMI data out this week in the US and that will give an overall view of the economy and also a bit of an indication of where inflation is heading. Also looking at this week, the rebalancing that's going to be happening as we round up the quarter as well as the first half of this year. It, you talk about rebalancing, right? And I wonder how much of this is going to be white noise because... If you look at the numbers, it's not difficult to anticipate that we're on track to see the stock market close out one of its worst first half of the year in decades. Yeah, we've seen how things like the Ukraine war, the worries around the China lockdown, just dampening the demand outlook as well as recovery picture. So that's been playing out on the stock market as well, that slump in recent weeks and months. So as we cap off the final week of trading for the quarter, typically we see portfolio managers try to get back into the market again to boost their stock holdings, to rebalance and to meet their mandates. Typically, it could mean more buying in the markets and that could give a bit of a lift for the stock markets. On average, we've seen them rise 7% in the past or in the last week. So something to look out for, perhaps some temporary tailwinds for market watchers to ride on. Yeah. Okay. So earnings wise, we've got a few coming out this week. I mean, today we've got Nike and Trip.com. So if we dive into the Nike picture, in terms of a preview, we had Nike giving a bit of a pleasant surprise in the last quarter. They managed to overcome supply chain issues and those inflationary pressures. So this time around, that'll be the same agenda to watch out for. Can they beat those problems again? Mm, mm. In that space of the past quarter, we've seen shares of Nike drop around more than 20% as we get more talk about a recession. So that's going to be one to watch how that's playing out for Nike's products and the demand for its products. And the performance in China will be one to watch as well because we've seen the lockdown playing out in that past few months. So something that investors are watching out for. Some people are expecting them to get better though. So it's a bit of a divided picture here because we did see some easing of restrictions. At the same time, there is a bit of a risk on the currency front because we've seen the US dollar strengthening. So any 
profit they get from overseas will be eroded to some extent. So something to watch out for for the Nike earnings out tonight. All right. Elsewhere this week, we've got earnings coming out of AeroVironment. On Wednesday, there's General Mills, McCormick, Bit, Bath & Beyond, Paychex. Thursday, we've got Micron, Wall, Green, Boots Alliance, as well as Constellation Brands and Accolade. Just some of the names that we're expecting. Tomorrow, there is a Bank of Japan CPI expected. Mm, so the consumer price index for Japan will be one to watch as we've seen how the Japanese yen has weakened quite a bit. It's now at 24-year lows and we are, of course, watching very closely because of the Swiss National Bank's move for a 50 basis point yes. hike recently. Yes. So that could put more pressure for the Bank of Japan to do something soon to address that weak currency which has also divided opinion in Japan whether that has become too weak Mm. for a healthy Japanese economy. So the CPI numbers out tomorrow will give an indication that maybe you could or might not see a policy change by the BOJ. Now, this is definitely one to watch because on Wednesday, there is the NATO summit in Madrid from the 28th to 30th. And, or in fact, this is on Tuesday rather. So, you know, this is on the back of that Russian invasion of Ukraine. So you've got these leaders gathering there. That's definitely going to be a hot topic of conversation. Yeah, definitely a hot topic, especially after the weekend's G7 summit that is still oh, underway. Yes, yes, yes. So lots of headlines around politics we've seen over the weekend, G7 putting pressure on Russia. And this time around for the NATO summit, that will also be right at the top of the list. How the alliance will address all these issues, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and strategic Indo-Pacific issues, especially the rise of China as what they see as a systemic challenge, the future of the China-Russia relationship, the need for the US to prioritize between Europe and the Indo-Pacific region, as well as a common stance towards China. So all that on the table this week. So lots of potential headlines that could drive markets. Yeah, it's already working out to be a very busy week. On Wednesday, we turn our attention to Australia. Mm, And they'll come through with the Australian retail sales for May. So we are expecting a bit of a pickup, 0.4% in May. That will be moderating from the 0.9% in April. So we are looking at perhaps some impact from the rise in consumer prices, just dampening demand in Australia. Now, Thursday is extremely busy because the US, China and an OPEC Plus, they're all in action. Whew, this is going to be a very busy <laughs> is Thursday. Is that why you're on leave on Thursday? <laughs> yes, I managed to see this coming. So we've got the big one. This week, actually, the big data point will be the PCE price index, the mm. Personal Consumption Expenditures Index. So this is one of the closely watch indicators by the Federal Reserve to decide on its monetary policy. So this will pretty much give an indication of how much inflationary pressures we should be expecting. And we've seen how the index has fallen to 4.9% from 5.2%. That is still quite elevated. So we'll see if we can see any further moderation that could just reduce the odds of a less aggressive Fed. Okay. China's BS Manufacturing and Non-Manufacturing PMI as well as the OPEC Plus meeting. What are we expecting from OPEC Plus on Thursday? Okay, so by and large, no changes to their stance of a gradual return of production. So that's pretty much been the case for the past few months. And I think it will be even more so, especially when we've seen how all these talk about recessions are just bringing down prices yeah. back again. They've been retracing and it just lends more 
support to the OPEC Plus move not to do too much, not to return too much yeah. to the market. So that's pretty much going to be steady as it goes for OPEC+. Plus. There's quite a lot of data coming out on Friday as well. And by the way, Friday, of course, the anniversary of Hong Kong's handover to China, mm. a new leader going to be sworn in as well. But just to end off on a positive note, on Friday, Thailand, uh, your favourite country, <laughs> lifting all COVID entry requirements. Yeah, so that will open the gates, I believe, for tourism. So this is the final so-called pandemic-era hurdle for inbound travel. They no longer have to register for a Thailand pass. Yeah, you know, Pratunam Square is waiting for us, Ryan. We should go on a trip together. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let everyone else do the show. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.